0: Welcome to the Money Orchard Podcast. Investors have a problem. You don't want to lose money. You don't want to run out of money. You want your money to grow, and you want a future free from financial worry. There are thousands of complex investments. Most of them fail. It's extremely difficult to know what will succeed. That's why Dennis turned financial language into a story that will change how you invest. You will see the financial world as clear as an in-focus photograph. It turns investment information into real financial knowledge that works.
1: Hello and welcome to The Money Orchard with Dennis Zataraka. Today we're talking about a million bucks, which I'm very excited about. Hello, Dennis. Hello. Good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you? I'm good today. All right. Well... Although it's always good in in Arizona. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I used to live in Phoenix
1: years and years and years ago and uh it was hot but it was what they call a dry heat. So I didn't mind it actually. It wasn't too bad. And the winters were beautiful. So Dennis, we're talking about a million dollars today, right? That that's what you told me. So what what is this all about?
2: Well I me ask you a, a question and then get try to get your not try, but get your response to what would you do is if somehow magically you got a million dollars, whether you inherited it from your parents or whether you won it in a lottery uh, or like there's an old TV show a long time ago called The Millionaire. And this anonymous guy would give, you know, random people a million dollars. And then the whole TV show is what, you know, how it changed their lives or what they did with their lives and so on. And so somehow, and and, even, and I learned this from a friend of mine who um, you know did uh, bought co- a company for the company that he owned, which was actually Service Master, He said somehow, when they would buy a company, the number was always a million dollars. And he says even if we couldn't, you know, from our valuation point of view, say that you know it's not worth a million dollars, is for the person the you know the person selling that the owner at that point said you know it was just. That was the magic number. Mm-hmm. He said, so sometimes if we really wanted it, we just paid up the million dollars because we wanted the business. Um, and so it's, so anyway, I'm gonna ask you the question. If you had a million dollars, however you got it, what would you do with it?
1: Dennis, I've been talking to you long enough. I know, <laughs> well, I, I at my age, I'm 45, so when you ask me this question right now, I know that I have to prepare more for retirement than I'm 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 prepared for right now. So, a large chunk of it would go to that. Probably around eight hundred thousand dollars of it would go straight into retirement accounts, uh, di- diversified, of course, so that I had a better handle on my retirement. Now, some of the the rest of the two hundred thousand, part of it would go to paying off all my current debts. Um, I would also I'll be straight honest. I will also be buying a pickup truck because my my pickup truck is. Yeah, it's not doing so well, Dennis. It's on its last leg for sure. Uh, but I would be buying a used one because I'm not buying a brand new truck. Uh, and then, you know, I would gift uh, my, my son and my daughter um, some finances to help them on their journey. And uh, I would do that in a very responsible way because I love my son, but he doesn't make the best decisions right now in his early, early 20s. And it kind of reminds me of me
2: in my early 20s as well. So I think that's what I would do with it. Okay, now I'm gonna re- I'm gonna respond to that because generally I mean I ask that question a lot and mm-hmm. and and, if, and you see you know different places where people people's response is usually I'm going to Disney World um, you know it's Disneyland I'm going mm-hmm. to take I, know, I take a trip to you know Europe I take a trip to Asia you know it's it's really the different ways that I would spend the money
1: mm-hmm.
2: now the other thing that we know from just practical you know, things that happen is when people inherit money and it in it and in many cases does not matter how much they inherited, it's usually gone in eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Same thing with lottery winners. Oh Lord! I mean, yeah, it, it is is. Uh, if, well, I do mean, we, we just it's a it's a pattern, recognizable, repeatable enough to say like there's something going on with us. So the psychology of it really is, is that when you ask a question, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? The longer answer is all the things I would spend it on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's ninety nine percent of the people. Now, if you if you hadn't been talking to me for the last you know you know almost six months in different ways, you would have answered that question the normal way. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little, I would have answered it a little differently. And and honestly, one of the things, Dennis, because of just talking to you and, and learning more about you and what you've done with with people, um, one of my answers probably would have been I would pay off my house, which isn't necessarily the best idea for me now that I've, I've gotten to know you and I've gotten to know, you know, kind of some of the processes and kind of how to think about how money works. Um, because that would be at this point, I think I owe right around 150,000 on my house. So there's $150,000 that is just gone compared to, you know, what possibly I could do, you know, because of the low interest on the house and, you know, what I could do in, in, in different types of savings and the different trees that you talk about so yes my answer would have been definitely different six months ago
2: yep and taking you know taking the i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna sort of argue with you a little bit all right now if you didn't get the if you didn't get the million dollars you'd still need the pickup you'd still have the house loan you'd still all the all this you know all the stuff you told me that used the two hundred thousand that you'd spend Mm -hmm. I, i would tell you don't do that you gotta, you gotta act like you don't even have the million dollars. How would you pay off the two, the house? How would you buy the pickup? How would you do these other things without, without spending the million dollars?
1: Yeah, I would continue to make payments, on my house. I keep working.
2: Yep. And I'd say, so forget you, forget you got the inherited the million dollars or won it in the lottery. You can't spend it you have to deal with your other stuff just like you would have if you didn't get it. Hmm. Now, here's but let's let's back up like okay, why is the answer generally in terms of in terms of all the things that I would buy and I would do with my million dollars. Now, there Eric, there's there's examples of professional athletes that get millions of dollars. I mean, multi multi millions of dollars to play football, baseball, you know, and basketball, so on. And there's, you know, and all of a sudden they wound up break i mean i remember what refrigerator perry his, his money's gone jack dempsey going way way back you know is uh you know I, we could go on and on i don't want to you know list all the people but the examples of of people who were multi-millionaires and just de- d- dissipate the money mm-hmm. um faster than you could possibly imagine how you could spend 10 20 30 million dollars yeah it can go away and so there's, you know, so the question is, okay, why does this happen? And I would say largely there is no class in any school about money and how to use it. Now, in all, all the all the stuff we went through, I mean, high, high school and college, we had a lot of courses that were just a waste of time. <laughs> wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't it have been nice to have some kind of class that had some useful skills life skills that you're going to need like handling your money uh, mm-hmm. and so on so or or, or or just useful classes about how to create the kind of life that you want yeah yep and so that that's where uh, you know that that's where now I, I, that's where I kind of use the idea money's a tool and if you don't know how to use the tool, you're not going to be, you're not going to use it to the most, you know, best advantage to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so again, going back to us it, as if, you know, the, the, it's a, it's an extremely high percentage. Now I would really put it like 98% of the people, you know, spend the money, What let's do a difference. Third, let's say in a business, most businesses by the third generation, uh, if a hundred businesses Got passed down. By the third generation, and there's only two of those businesses still active anymore. Wow. So by the third generation, it's it's depleted or destroyed. Yeah. So again, there's an aspect of, of just not understanding how to use the tool of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and, and again, most people think it was money as something to spend. But I want to make the case right now, right now, for this, and this is important. There's two kinds of money. There's income and then there's capital. And capital is money is money making money. And that's the and that's why we call our our economic system capitalism.
1: Mhm.
2: Now I actually I actually taught school in in uh in the Philippines and they have no idea a uh, concept of is it. you have money it's spent it's gone. And they're continually, you know, scrambling around where I get enough money to, you know, to eat and, and do whatever I can. So they don't understand the, the concept of you take some money, invest it, and that money makes money, whether you buy a business or an investment or so on. Now again, that's why our system's called capitalism versus communism or socialism. Mm-hmm. Now my grandparents happened to come from Ukraine. My wife actually came from Ukraine. Uh, I've been to Ukraine, Moldova, Russia, basically ex-Soviet Union places. And um, my experience is communism and socialism doesn't work. Yeah. And even though it's been gone now for, for 25 years, the mental um, understanding of money and work and so on is it's going to take probably three or four generations to get get the the communist system a way of doing things out of their minds, we maybe if we don't inherit a million, let's have a goal that we're, we we're going to get a million. All right. We want to have the goals. I want to have this this money making money, and it's not so much that I want to have a million dollars. it's what I want. I want the income that that million will produce. In a realistic way, is if if you if you had a million dollars, you came to me with a million dollars right now. I can get you pretty conservative, not pretty. I can get you on a conservative basis at least sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm. If we were, if we did a, you know, other kinds of mixes, depending. This depends on you know how much comfort you have, but we can somewhere probably get around, let's say, to eighty thousand dollars without taking really too much risk.
1: Wow. Okay, so that changes my plan for <laughs> for the eight hundred thousand versus a million. <laughs> Cause I can pay off the, uh, I can get that truck and I can, I can pay off my house a lot quicker and I can pay down all my debts pretty quick with a year or, or, or two of that kind of extra income.
2: Exactly. And then guess what? You still got your million. Exactly. Now you got a paid off truck.
1: Yeah. And it's a lot better than the one I've got sitting in my driveway right now. <laughs> I'm liking this theory.
2: <laughs> well, but, but okay. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Did that just cha- I think that just changed the way you looked at money. And so I'm like, oh yeah. If I'm making eighty thousand dollars a year on my million, why would I go spend my million?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't now- even spend the
2: two hundred thousand anymore,
1: Dennis. Honestly, even though the difference between, you know, the 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 eight hundred thousand and the million, may be a difference of you know ten thousand or, or seven thousand dollars a year in income difference, it, it's I'm also thinking of the long term, right? Because if it let's conservatively, you said 60,000. So let's say conservatively, conservatively, I'm earning an extra $60,000 a year just from the million sitting there. I'm, I'm my debts are paid off in a year and a half except for the house. And and then even that look 2 to 3 years down the road, that's paid off. So now my mortgage, which it, between me, you and the tree and, and everybody listen to this, my mortgage is around I think 1400 Thirteen fifty a month, somewhere in there. So now I have that extra income that can go
2: join the million, right? No, no. no okay, I'm going to tell you no. Wait, no, wait, I'm not going to let you do that. Wait, why? All right, <laughs> all right. Okay, we're going to, you know, this this is why you need an advisor to help you see things in a different way. Okay, show me. Okay, let's say a hundred thousand dollar house mortgage. And you're, well, no, give me give me your actual number. You said it's what? How about 100? 150. 150 is what I owe. Okay, let's say it's 150 and your payment is 1,400. Yep. Now, what's the interest rate on your mortgage? Uh, 3.8, I think, somewhere around there. Okay, 3.8, and guess what else? It's deductible. Uh, it, well. So your actual cost of money, let's say, you know, t- taxes, income, state tax, and so on. So it's actually costing you only two percent per year because you get to deduct the interest on your tax return Well I, I don't now
1: Dennis because now I got to re-challenge you because because the tax law changes I won't be able to itemize deductions I'll be taking the standard
2: deduction okay as so, well, well, about, so, let's, so let's just okay, sure. so just 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 leave it straight uh, the straight three percent All right why would you pay off a three percent loan? When you can take the three the the same hundred and fifty thousand dollars and go get six percent.
1: Well, because I don't have no that with, 100
2: with no with no risk. But the hundred and fifty no, I don't remember, have a remember, remember you got you got the million dollars. Correct. The million dollars is you, sitting there, right? But what I'm saying right, go ahead. Well even okay, even if you take the the, the, the you know the sixty thousand dollars why would you use that? Why would you take sixty thousand dollars to to get rid of a three percent loan when you could take the sixty thousand dollars and invest it at six percent?
1: Hmm. I see where you're going. Okay. So instead of using the extra money coming off the million to pay down, make extra payments on the house, then we're talking just reinvesting that at a conservatively at six percent to make More. Exactly. Hmm.
2: So here's, now this, okay, look, you were were talking, this is the way my parents raised me is you got to have your house paid off. Yeah, get out of debt, right? That's what everybody wants. No, I would say you're not in debt. If you have, you should, okay, you should be able to pay off your house. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that you should pay it off. Yeah. So if you have if you have if you're paying th- if you're borrowing money at three is what you're doing, mm-hmm. and you're loaning I mean you're you're investing it at six you're gaining three percent per year. Got it. So that's a that's a gain, but you, so you have the money you have the assets over there able to pay off the loan, but you just you know you can use the money better than paying the loan off. Interesting, huh?
1: Yeah, I'd I'd love to to, to do some long term math on it and see how that would calculate out over the next twenty four years basically is what I I believe my
2: payments on the house are twenty three. Yeah. Interesting. It would make you sick to your stomach if you if you look backwards and say, Oh, I should have never paid that off. Yeah. yeah. Now this huh. now that now 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 I'm talking about the I can prove it with the math, Eric. Mm-hmm. I, oh I know. The the problem is I can't I can't it doesn't answer the psychological question. I don't like having this debt hanging over me.
1: Yeah. But again, Dennis, I don't like the debt hanging over me. However, if I know that I'm gaining more than I'm losing by by just making that regular monthly payment, I'm going to sleep just fine at night. <laughs> you know, I'm going to be. Right. I'll be just fine. I'm not going to worry too
2: much and, about that. And going and going back to it to sum it up is you should be a. Your goal is to be able to pay it off. Yeah. That any time that you wanted to or thought it was necessary for whatever reason that might come up, you can go immediately take the money out of whatever that investment is and pay it off. Yeah, that'd be beautiful. Absolutely, that's 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 different. Yep. Now I'm going to give you. I'm going to shift it a different way. As they say, how do we? You know, this would be nice to how do we have this million dollars? I'd love to do it. How do we get there? So I'm going to talk about it this way, and I'm going to I'm going to use an average of fifty people. Your income is fifty thousand dollars a year. Now, I know that, you know, that's kind of the average, you know, some people make more husbands and wife work. Some they make, you know, significantly more than that. But let's just use 50 to make the math kind of easy to do in our heads. Cause I don't have a whiteboard to, you know, write this out on, on for you. Now taking your, you're 21 years old and let's say you work to the, you know, the age of everybody says, you know, 65 is kind of the magic numbers the the right retirement age. Um, I think when you get to be sixty-five, you're going to realize, like, "Man, I feel better than I thought I was going to be." I don't want to. I like my job. I'm not going to quit. But let's say sixty-five. That would give you uh, what forty-four? Was it forty-four years that you're going to work? hmm Yeah. Yep. And that, if you take fifty times forty-four, you get two point two million. It's not too shabby so you're you're gonna have you know and if you make a hundred thousand just double those double that number yeah, yeah but let's let's just you know stay let's stay with the 50 as a as a unit i mean if you make 150 multiply it by three yeah but stay with stay with that that unit that means 2.2 2 million dollars is going to go through your hands mm-hmm. now that's that's probably for everybody average because no, if you're look i don't know about you but when i you know Started, you know, in my twenties. I did not make as much as I did when I was thirty, and as much as I made it when I was forty. Correct. So We're talking about it more, averaging out. Yep. It's averaging out. So, but it, but as you you get older, you begin do begin to make a little bit more, you know, a little bit more money, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let's take our fifty thousand dollars a year. Now. Assuming an, the, your your adjustable gross income is seventy seven thousand, and I'm okay, I'm just that's kind of laying the groundwork, but this is the part I want to remember: federal tax on the on, on your money is twelve percent, Social Security is about four uh, percent, uh, Excuse me, that's that's not right. Federal is twelve, state in most cases is at least four, Social Security is six point five. And a Medicare tax of one one point four five, so it's a total tax on on your fifty thousand dollars of twenty three point nine percent. Wow! Call it twenty four percent of your call money just goes away. Yep. before you ever get it. It's taken out in taxes. Now again, taking out for all the and that's okay. That's not property. Like property tax, gas tax, sales tax. I'm just saying income tax. Mm-hmm. So that's a drain. That that money would have grown. That that's about six hundred thousand dollars of my two point two million that I'm going to make over my lifetime goes down the tax drain.
1: Mm.
2: Now, if I had that six hundred thousand and invested it all the way along, that that twenty four percent would have grown to six hundred. Excuse me, that six hundred thousand would grow to be about three million. Wow. Now to make it and again, we don't have a whiteboard to do this calculation on. So basically, it's like whatever you earn, about 20, and the lowest tax bracket you can possibly be in, it's it's twenty twenty four percent. If you go above seventy seven thousand adjusted gross income between a husband and wife, and both both husband and wife working, it begins to get a little easier to get over that number. That's a lot of money that just starts out gone to begin with. Yeah. Then I don't know about Nebraska, but property taxes in Illinois were pretty high, mm-hmm. ex- excessively high. And to, mine, mine, one of the reasons I moved was mine was fourteen thousand dollars a year. Oh my gosh! So in, in Arizona, the same exact same house, same square footage, would be about fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen hundred. that'd mean on the neighborhood and that type of thing. Wow, that's that's insane. So. So I I calculated, oh man, how much did I pay in taxes, property taxes over the last 31 years that I lived there? And it's 280,000. Wow. And so that money would have grown to be 1.5 million. Now, here's the point. We have enough money going draining out, and I'm not not gonna talk about all the money drains, but (laughs) those those are a couple of them is that it's easy to say, hey, save this money. You know, you can get your million dollars and, and so on. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna ask you this question, Eric. If I could find money, you don't even know you're losing. Would you invest it to get to your million dollars? Uh, absolutely.
1: If it's money that I don't even know I have, then I wouldn't miss it. Right. If it, it was going straight into an investment account.
2: Well, did, I mean, okay. Now here's money you don't even know you're losing. Did you know that how much your your income just goes into income taxes, state, federal, Social Security, Medicare?
1: Yeah, I knew it was
2: pretty high. But did you ever ever know exactly? Not exactly. No. No. because look. Nobody. No, we don't. We don't think that that way. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, when you lay it out on you know a mathematical way, it's like, hey, that's a little too much. Hmm. I think I am paying my fair share. Yeah. And a little bit more. So that's one of the things that I would say is okay. Where how do because it's easy to say, hey, I'd like to have this million dollars, and you know, and they're like, oh, great, great idea, but you know, I can't do it. Yeah. I'm trying to make a point as like by managing taxes and managing the way you invest your money and just a slight different positioning. That it is possible for almost everyone to achieve that goal if you have enough time. Hmm. Now, if a husband and wife are doing it together, it's probably 15 years. If you're doing it all by yourself, it's probably closer to the 30. Yeah. Now, if we're lucky with investments and, you know, market, you know, pick good investments and so on, we can shorten that time a little bit. But the nice target is like, hey, if I'm 30 years, 35 years old, in 30 years, I can do this yeah now if I'm 40 maybe I make a little bit more money so I can save a little bit more and kick that in I can still get it in the time frame hmm so going back to if I could find money you don't even know you're losing one of those areas is taxes got it and so there's probably I mean I, I mean I've been doing this long enough and met with you know really thousands of people now over my career and I don't know that there's anyone I've ever met that I can't, in some ways, find some some tax money that they can cut back. You know, they can reduce their tax bill. Got it. So, so how do you how do you walk through that with somebody? Well, basically, we just find out what's your income, what's your expenses, and and then to look. You know, let's take a look at your tax returns. How how do you have your money positioned? And 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 doing it this way, you would. Have, you know, we already we already got you to admit you would do something with paying off your mortgage Mm -hmm. and be losing, you know, money every year. Yeah. Yep. Simple decision. That's good. So it's our, and one is this arbitration. I mean, how do you reduce the taxes? You arbitrage the tax department. If, you know, again, if you have enough, you know, if you could itemize your deductions, and I think I need to talk to you a little bit more because we're going to have to get you incorporated so you now have some deductions for your business. Oh, there you go.
1: There
2: we yeah. go. <laughs> so, so well, there's another. I mean, I'm, I mean, I didn't exactly want to go into all the things that we can do, but I've already found two of you right now. Is here's how I can help you save taxes. <laughs> exactly. And here, right. and here's how I can take your money and make it make more money than you would have if you're left all by yourself.
1: That sounds fantastic. All right, Dennis. We are really low on time now, and I know that you like to do one takeaway. Um, you know, when you wrap up these shows, so so give it to us. What's the one takeaway?
2: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it on on you because it's more okay. Okay. more important that based on our conversation we've had here, what's the one thing that you think you're going to do or you should do differently than you've been doing up till now? Well, I
1: will I will tell you two things. One is that I'm going to reevaluate how I think about paying certain things down, like like the house and, and so on and so forth. Because I've always had that that idea in my mind that I want to put one extra payment per year toward the house. But you've really made me think differently about that. So that's that's one thing that I'm going to be doing is, is doing a, a deeper self-examination. And then number two is that I'm going to have a follow-up conversation with you. <laughs> because... <laughs> Obviously, there are a few things in here that you pointed out to me uh, in my own personal life that need to be taken care of, and uh, I'd love to hear more about that. So, those are my two takeaways from this podcast, Dennis.
2: And I think the, I mean I'm I'm glad to hear that because I think that's uh, that's a start. Now, if you get started on those, you're going to find more. I know, and I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, Dennis, yeah. I, I we're gonna yeah
1: we're gonna wrap this up. Thank you so much for your time today, and I look forward to the next podcast. All right. all right, And thank you all for listening to the Money Orchard podcast with Dennis Zadareka. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Dennis comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And just from the topics today, I bet you have some friends and family that could use some of this information. There's a different way to think about money. And and Dennis has me thinking, and now I've got to talk to my wife about the way we think about money together. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at The Money Orchard, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time.
0: The Money Orchard symbolizes the portfolio, which is your money making money. When income from The Orchard is the same as the income from your job, you are financially self-reliant. You have income sustainability because of your Money Orchard. Thank you for listening to The Money Orchard Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The MoneyOrchard.org